SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. A-team is 20 minutes after 10 and we are going to be speaking educational conversations. Let me remind you that after 11, it's closet conversation. So make sure you are tuned into that because it has something to do with family favorites. And I'm sure a lot of us can resonate with that. So make sure you are tuned in. Right now, it's time for me to introduce an inspiring young man uh, who is officially a doctor, Dr. Cameron Mudisane, who's South Africa's newly appointed professor of accounting sciences and the youngest PhD holder under 35 in this country. Thank you very much for joining us, Dr. Modisan. Uh, good evening, Prince. Thank you for inviting me. Firstly, uh, can, can I boast a bit? Can I boast that we are from the same neck of the hood? Can I boast that you went to the boys' school when I went to the girls' school, although I'm a year older? Um, am I allowed to do this? <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> So, uh, Dr. Modisana, I'd like you to please just inspire us. Tell us about where your journey started. Because I remember, okay, so, no, you're actually not even a year uh, younger than me. We're the same age, but you matriculated a year under me. And I know you because we did public speaking together at some point um, or debating when the two schools were together. But I'd like us to, to talk about your journey. What inspired you to just keep on hammering at the books when everyone else your age was dancing around and enjoying life? I think um, I think it started especially from from primary. I went to I went to South Park Primary School, and then I went to after that I went to uh, Spring Boys High, and I've, I've I've always been that kid. Uh, always got good grades and uh, being in top ten. And I remember Boys High. They used to celebrate uh, people who got good grades. I was one of those, those kids. I was not particularly good in sports, but um, I was just good in, in academics. I remember in grade nine or so, I got the highest marks in the country um, out of the whole grade, you know? And, and you know, that's when I started liking accounting. And, and yeah, throughout my, 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 my high school, I did quite well. And then, as you said, you know, we did public speaking debating together. So I've always been that guy. And, and yeah, and then after that, I went to spring, I went to University of Pretoria. And, and yeah, it's been studying throughout and, and doing well, got my distinctions. I even for when, when I finished my, my BCom attacks, I finished with about uh, 19 distinctions. So um, I've always been that, that guy who's, 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 who's hardworking. And, 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 and I pushed up to place level, you know, uh, because I've just always had a passion for, for education. And uh, and just, uh, I think I've, I'm one of those people who, when, when it comes to, I always want to, I'm, 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 I'm always up for what can I do, what can I do to better myself, what what is the next challenge for me, you know. Um, I always want to be, you know, I feel like, I never arrive anywhere in life. I'm always trying to to better myself and to and to achieve and to make my parents proud as well. Mm. Uh, coming from a chairman, as you would know. Now you know, obviously, all your achievements have been um, inspired by. Uh, yes, you are gifted. 
and <laughs> it's not everyone who can achieve such high grades, especially in a subject like accounting. Trust you me, I wouldn't touch it. But <laughs> it, it, it's definitely not just the fact that you were gifted and you are determined and you worked hard and the fact that your family was an inspiration. I'm sure there was something as you were growing up that made you say, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to become a doctor. And I'm sure you had those timelines. Could you tell us about those? Because, you know, where we are in our society right now, especially young people, we see ready-mades. So you you are already up there on the top, but we don't know how you got there. We don't know what steps you had to take to get there. Therefore, we lose the process. We lose the beauty in the process. So I'd like to know your process, Cameron, Dr. Mudisane. True. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Um, in terms of the, the, the process which, which got to for me to be to be where I am, I think it's always about. I've I've, I've always I've, I've always been been driven uh, in terms of what I want for my life and what I would I would like to achieve. And and um, I'm that sort of guy. If, if someone says to me, um, you know, this cannot be done, uh, I always want to prove the point. And also, um, you know, uh, as you would know, I went to Boys High, Boys High, and I was bullied a lot. I was bullied a lot in terms of being, because I was very short, um, being gay in, in high school. So there was a lot of bullying which happened. And, and I think it somehow it, 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 I've, I've always had a thing of, you know, I need to prove them wrong, um, but I can't actually do this. Probably that's why I probably where I am today. I, I think I've always had that mentality that I need to, I need to prove them wrong. But you know what, I can be a black gay man and still and still be be a success. You know, uh, probably that 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 I can think of that. And also, what helped me was the fact that um, I throughout my life I, I remember uh, in when I finished high school I got a bursary. Um, even after when I finished my my honors, I got I got about four job offers. Um, two of them were from PwC, I and KPMG, uh, which is one of the, the um, two of, of the big four firms. So and so I've always been being sought after by companies, and 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 because of 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 the work that I've that I've I've I've, I've put in, and I've taken my myself and my career. Seriously, to to get to this level, to get to where I am today, um, yeah, um, and, uh, and 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 uh, and I haven't necessarily even for my PhD, I got I got a bursary as well from the university simply because of the marks that I got. So it was always a thing of um, if, if if you work hard enough, someone will recognize. I can tell you now, my parents would could never. Uh, been able to to afford to take me to 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 tax. Um, they could never, you know. Uh, but I was I was fortunate enough because I I had worked hard and and it, it had made it easy for them. I mean, it had made it easy for them and also for myself to succeed. I think also my my background is well, coming from a from a township, coming from a poor background, uh, whereby there's a lot of despair. Uh, people doing all sorts of crazy things. Um, even to this day, I don't, I don't drink alcohol. I don't party much. Uh, I've always been that kid. I've always been that kid um, who's focused uh, uh, 
almost made my mom proud. Um, that's what actually got me to, to, to where I am today. Uh, you know, I'm so glad that you you took us through this process, this life process that's so colorful, but colorful with colors that are not always as bright as you, where you are right now. And you turned them into something that is palatable. A-teamers, we are talking to newly appointed doctor, PhD holder, professor of accounting science, Dr. Cameron Mudisana, hailing all the way from the East Rand in Guatemala. And we are talking... Is it possible, black child? Is it possible to get to where you have always desired to get to and achieve such great accolades and actually be one of the first in the country in any field? I'd like to hear from you, A-teamers. Call in on 011-714-2006. Call in to congratulate uh, Dr. Modisane. Call in to ask questions if you are someone who's interested in this particular career. Or if you are already uh, in that uh, process and you feel, oh, it's been tough, call in and, and get some inspiration from a young man who has done it. Dr. Modisane is on the line. The number again, 011-714-2006. 011-714-4045. You can also SMS me on 41391 or WhatsApp 0614-104-107. Now, there's something that I, I'd like you to, to touch on, and you did briefly, Dr. Mudisana. The fact that in South Africa, I mean, we were in high school in, in the, 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 the early 2000s, and you were openly gay at that time. And you say you were discriminated against then. How is it now in the professional realm? Are people more welcoming? Are people more educated around um, the, the, our sexual choices and sexual differences and preferences? Um, in, in the corporate space, to be honest with you, uh, it's it's really it's, it's, it's okay. Uh, I have not been discriminated um, in the corporate world um, in terms of me climbing up the corporate ladder. Uh, getting promotions, um, I, I have not been been discriminated. My colleagues have been largely accepting and welcoming, um, um, and simply because of the fact that you know I've got a, a good work ethic as well, uh, comes in, into play. And uh, I think I think maybe it's because of the fact that you know if you if you move around in in, in, in middle class circles, it, 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 it's 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 Sort of like okay, the problem comes in when you're in in the townships, um, in the villages. I know that there's still a lot of discrimination there. Um, um, you know, as, as you would know, you still have uh, have uh, lesbians who are actually killed uh, and they're raped. There's, there's corrective rape which still happens there. So, so those challenges they're, they're definitely still there. But for me personally, as a person, uh, I think it's it's been fairly okay, and, and, and as I said, I owe that probably to to my to my middle class status that I have somehow been been shielded from the discrimination, um, even though I did experience it um, uh, in in uh, in high school, obviously from from boys, you know, teenagers. Those things they they do happen, the part of life, but I I, I would not trade those experiences for anything else because I feel like. They've, they've actually made me to be the person I am today. I feel I'm very, I'm a very strong person. I'm a very driven person. Nothing can actually break me, you know, because I, I, I've, I've persevered so much as a person. And those sort of challenges, which I've been through throughout my life, have sort of made me to, to be the person I am today. Today, to, 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 
to be an achiever and to 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 to, to look forward to the future. Um, even right now, I'm still planning about my future. What 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 are the next steps from here? What what more would I like to achieve? Um, given this this new opportunity in academia. We've got eight teamers on the line who are so eager to uh, speak to you. The first one is Ngonde. Honorable Ngonde, good evening. Good evening, Don Kuleko. How are you, my darling? I'm blessed. Thank you, Ati How are you? Good, good. Love me. I can't complain. Ah. Let me talk to Mr. Modisane. Dr. Modisane. Uh, the, the doctor there, yeah. <laughs> well, I can call him Modisane, you know, because doctor is one of his identities, mm-hmm. you know, which I accept. Uh, but here, he mentions that it was his mother that made him to be purpose-driven, all right? Which is good, because you must always um, have a purpose in life. Um, someone is called a Dharma purpose. So it was his mother, right? Now, can you tell us um, the background of his life for accounting? Because Patricia, truth be told, in 1984, I used to suck in accounting adversity, all right? Not that it was really difficult because I did my math and science at high school. But coming to varsity, accounting was a bit of a challenge, you know. But with that said, the doctor, I wonder, that is now got PhD in accounting, right? Is he plowing back to the community? Because Patricia, truth be told, accounting being one of the gateway subjects, right? I think it needs somebody who's got a life for it and somebody who's got pedagogy, somebody who can teach the younger ones, right? So that when you go to varsity, Patricia, it's a bit too late, man, to have a background of something, right? Well, to some of us who are average, right? So is the doctor able to inculcate to the young minds? And one thing that he mentioned, he mentioned that he, in the private sector, private world, he was accepted by the, maybe, whites. Well, I can beg to differ with him there. I think it might have been that because they used what is called malicious compliance, right, um, pretending as if it is acceptable. But I also like one thing. Again, he was bullied in high school, right, which could have been a detriment to him going forward. But besides him being bullied, the man has got high self-esteem. He, in other words, he could survive all against all odds because he's purpose-driven, high self-esteem. Patricia, I can go on and on. Good evening. Good evening, Onde. Thank you so very much. Let me take it back uh, to Dr. Mudisane. Dr. Mudisane, some questions there from uh, A.T. Mangonde, uh, and, and, and I'm sure you can respond to them. It's quite a mouthful. Um, just maybe to, to tackle uh, um, them, to remind me if, if, if I missed this. In high school, I, 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 did, I, I did maths, um, I did science as well, I did accounting. So actually, yeah. So I was I was all over the show. I didn't know what I was gonna do, but eventually I chose the street. And and I was quite good also in in science as well and in, in maths and in accounting. So, but I just decided to go for the to take the, the accounting route because I think that's that's 
that's where my, my strengths uh, lie. Um, in terms of my mom, yes, my mom has always been supportive, um, you know, uh, always been, been there uh, for me to, to, to always be supportive throughout my, my career, my studies, etc. Um, in terms of um, currently right now, I, I, do, I do mentor young people. Uh, I've already started in terms of uh, supervising students around um, um, masters and, and their PhDs and helping them with their proposals um, in terms of writing because writing was a challenge. It's quite expected because it was, it was, you know. Um, so so, so I, do, I, do, I do have students that I, I, I assist in terms of uh, helping them with their masters in, in the PhD thesis. Um, in terms of the township, yes, I'm, I'm still I'm still I'm still a township boy. I, I I still go to church there. I still go there most times on weekends. Um, I, I do have young people that I do mentor. I do I do, do talks and uh, with young people. I remember last time I went into church and I did a talk with with young people and it was uh, teenagers, you know, in terms of encouraging them about school and. Uh, and, and, and taking their lives seriously. So, so I do, I do, do those sort of talks in terms of inspiring young people to be, to be focused um, about, about life. Yeah, that's how I respond to that. Well, uh, I'm glad that you are giving back. And uh, honestly, if we had a person like you when I was in high school, um, who was already a professor and giving back into the community, I probably would have taken accounting. But you're me and my, <laughs> <laughs> me and my phobia for numbers. Let me go to another A-teamer. Gole. Gole, good evening. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you doing? Bless. Thank you. Yeah, I want to congratulate the doctor there. One of the youngest you. ones. Uh one thing I have learned is that some people are born with trait, which is intelligence. They have to work a little bit harder, but it is in them. You know, I've got the triplets and the elder sister. The elder sister in math, science related, she's just good. And sometimes we try to push the younger ones to be closer to where she is, but it's a gift they do not have. I'm not saying people just pass, but they work hard. They work hard when they've got a foundation that is good enough in their intelligence. So one of the things that I would love us, especially blacks, we are, we are very content to do only six subjects in, in, in metric. And I would love to have math, accounting, economics as compulsory subjects that are additional to our in our syllabus, so that we can just do them. You know, I've I've, I've done masters. I've seen people struggling with simple statistics because it's a compulsory subject when you do a, a research. So if the doctor can influence people, I also did math and science when I was doing my accounting, uh, uh, my BCom at UNISA as a part time. I was struggling with accounting. I failed first time. I supplemented a second time. The third time I got it, it was distinction, but I was doing accounting one on my third year. I couldn't specialize in, 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 in accounting anymore because I was struggling. I was good in math, but I didn't understand what is this accounting and mathematics. At the time I grasped the concept, I was already in third year doing a first year subject. Hmm. 
So mm-hmm. let's encourage our students to do this because they will be good in figures, they will be good in economics, understanding things, how to use their money. So maybe the, the Dr. Ray could encourage people and even influence the Department of Education so that we can do as many subjects as we can because when we go out there after metric, we do not know where we are going to end up at. Excellent, Kole. Thank you so very much for that. And, you know, if our education system could be able to understand that, because in private schooling, um, it, it is acceptable. But in, in uh, public schooling, then, you know, there, there sometimes is a bit of a pressure. But thank you very much, Kole. Let me go yes. to Nkalanga. Nkalanga, <laughs> good evening. How are you doing? Uh, good. Good, I almost said good morning, good evening, <laughs> uh, Patricia. I'm sure you're going to be with us until morning. So, yeah. How yeah, are you? Uh, good. Good evening, uh, Patricia Benzito, as well as the good doctor there. Uh, firstly, congratulations uh, to uh, that good doctor. Uh, he's uh, uh, the jewel in the crown in terms of uh, uh, black excellence. Then the second issue, uh, I mean, it's linked to what the previous caller was saying. Uh, if ever there is an influence that we need to... Uh, do or make in the Department of Education is to uh, have a sort of a maths higher and standard grade like it was before because the reason why I'm saying this is because I, 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 I've got, uh, I'm a, a scientist, I've got a BSc today and I did met standard grade and did very well in it. And I managed to go to university and did a BSc. But in today's terms, even if you can get an A in math literacy, you can't be accepted in accounting or a science course. So I think that is where the influence is needed. Number three, uh, the doctor has already spoken about giving back and... Uh, uh, I'd like to also encourage him to to to, to go to high schools to see, uh, have a few lessons of uh, maths or accounting, so that he's not seen as a person who uh, uh, takes uses the ladder, goes uh, up the roof. Then when he's on top of the roof, he takes the ladder. Uh, nobody is able to go up anymore. Lastly. Uh, I, I, I wish to hear the doctor's views uh, about uh, uh, the issue which is currently in the spotlight. You see uh, uh, Miss Quinana, uh, an accountant uh, in the Zondo Commission. Uh, the things that uh, she says, the, uh, I mean, what does that due to the integrity and the image of uh, the profession as accounting. I'd like to hear uh, the view of the doctor. I hope he doesn't say, uh, I don't want to answer because I don't want to incriminate myself. (laughs) There you go, giving us a bit of sauce. All right then, let's allow Dr. Murisane. And congratulations to you as well for achieving um, your BSc. That is an achievement as well. So thank you very much, Ngalang. Thank you.
<laughs> All right, uh, we. I'm going to move to Dr. Mudisane. Dr. Mudisane, let's let's start with the last uh, question uh, from Nkalanga. Nkalanga was asking about uh, the Zondo Commission and uh, uh, Mrs. Nguinana's uh, comments, and uh, you know the, the the interaction around the accounting profession. Do you feel that this is discrediting the profession? Yeah. Oh goodness, the question. Um, to, to, to tackle that, um, you know, as, us as, as professional accountants, etc., and auditors, we, most of us we, we are affiliated to a number of uh, professional bodies, etc. And it's quite important that we maintain high levels of, uh, of ethics. And interestingly, also during our, our our studies, we do we do do a module around around ethics, etc., business ethics. But I feel probably. Um, Ethics and, and governance probably is not emphasized enough. Probably something else could be could be done um, um, to to inculcate that uh, sort of ethics. And something which I want to say is the fact that you know the whole thing about about ethics is something that actually comes from within um, as a person in terms of having integrity. It comes from within. Uh, our professional bodies are just are just there to 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 give us guidance. It's almost like a, a guiding a guidance reference that we should use, but it, it, it always comes from within. But but for us as professionals, it's quite important that we maintain high levels of, uh, of integrity um, in the work that we do, and to make sure that um, we, we, we keep um, in terms of uh, make sure that the work that we do is the best approach. And um, so it's quite important. Uh, it's, it's yeah. Um, also, I feel I feel something else which which could be done is the fact that um, you know a lot of people once they get a certain qualification, want to become a CA whatever it is, um, they feel that you know I've, I've achieved the highest level, you know I'm, I'm the boss. But but there's always uh, we are all often encouraged to 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 go to professional development, CPD and CPE. It's quite important that we we attend such courses. And to learn and to understand what is required, and also I feel, also, um, you know, as a person, you can never say that you know enough or you've learned enough. So it's quite important that as professionals, even though we are qualified, we we go for extra additional courses um, to learn, even to take, take up additional degrees as well. Currently, um, the work that I'm doing right now, uh, I'm actually part of the development of a new. Uh, applied accounting so sort of, sort of like a professional master's degree uh, for accountants. And in that, um, there's, a, there's a big element around corporate governance. And what we, what I'm trying to develop there is to sort of come up with case studies based on the current issues that we're faced with in South Africa. So, so, so those sort of things, they help us as professionals. So, so, so my advice out there is for people to, to, to take up those courses, go for these conferences, you know, Zoom meetings, and, and to learn in order for them to upskill themselves because things change um, all the time and, and you need to keep abreast with the latest challenges because um, business changes, you know, there are new challenges in business, so it's quite important that we, we keep abreast and we update our, our knowledge and skills. So that's my comment on that.
And and in terms of influencing academia, in terms of uh, the subjects, uh, I mean, um, Ngalanga mentioned that he studied uh, maths on standard grade. And in our days, it was higher grade and standard grade. Now, there is no longer higher grade and standard grade. It's just maths or math lit. Do you think that is something mm. that you can put some influence in? Sure. Um, you can always try in terms of, uh, I must say, you know, you know, Coming from 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 starting in the 2000s, we certainly we had good teachers. Um, we had good good teachers. I did all my subjects in high grade, and um, yeah, I would. It, it would be great for 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 maybe for things to be to be to be updated. But we must be very careful not to not to dwell too much on the good old days because things are changing, and we need to move with the times. We can't be stuck in the past a lot. Mm, mm. But the, the key thing that we need to make sure. It's to make sure that our educators are passionate and they're extremely competent and skilled enough. Um, my worry is that probably the current crop of, of educators are not necessarily competent to be to be to be teaching these certain subjects. I remember at some point I once read a study saying that um, the current teachers the the kind of do proper maths, people who are actually teaching maths. So so those are the sort of challenges. I think it boils down to the how we train our educators and, and, and how we actually appoint our educators and to make sure that um, competent and skilled people actually um, uh, can actually stand in front of, in front of the class and uh, and teach young people. Because as a teacher, you are, you are a role model. You need to know what you're talking and, and you need to influence those, those kids. Now. As you would know, I was fortunate enough to have really good teachers back at Springfield High back in the day. So, so yeah, I think maybe that's a challenge that we need to fix uh, going forward. I've got With a... The teachers that you produce. Yeah, I've got a message here from uh, Tabang, who's in Pretoria, who's saying, I'm listening to Dr. Mudisane, and I'm truly inspired. I just finished my CTA exams today. It's been a tough year, but listening to him gives me hope, as I also want to go into academia at some point in my career. I believe it's possible. Thank you so very much, doctor. And um, yeah, let's uh, go to Sakila. Sakila, good evening. Yes, um, good evening, Patricia, and um, to the doctor there. Uh, I just want to, uh, the doctor has to make um, uh, a, 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 a affirmation and say that he, he won't leave South Africa no matter how much money he wants to give. <laughs> <laughs> Please, you, you have to promise the nation, put the nation in confidence, my father, that you're not going to leave. <laughs> and, the, and the second question, <laughs> and the second question is um, to a lot of people who are doing accounting. I just want to ask that: Didn't you also secretly admire economics? And uh, lastly, I, I I like the way you you you, you flexed your muscle on Twitter, and it caused some chest pain to other people. <laughs> Thank you. Man. Thank you very much, Sakile. Dr. Mudisana, can we take a break, and you'll respond after this. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. We are speaking education conversations with Miss, uh, Dr. Cameron Mudisane, um, the youngest uh, PhD holder in South Africa, and the 35, and he's a professor of accounting sciences. Before the break, Sakile put Dr. Mudisane on the spot and asked, Doctor, can you please 
give confidence to South Africans that you are not going to leave the country, no matter how much money you've been offered. So can you respond to that, please? Dr. Mudisani, are you there? I'm still here. Can you respond to Sakile? Your line, Dr. Mudisani, your line is really uh, crippling us. Are you there? Whoa. Okay, it seems like we've lost Doctor. I'm so sad about that because our time is fast running out as well. Let me see if Benzito can uh, get hold of him and make sure that his line is a bit better and he can come back and respond to Sakile because I'm sure Sakile and the rest of South Africa is eagerly waiting to hear whether or not he will leave the country. Um, After this interview, we're going to be speaking about an cultural and traditional event that is going to be happening in Zululand and uh, we'll be speaking to Patience Gamete who's going to give us a bit more about this particular event that is quite, uh, quite, uh, you know quite a celebration of peace and tolerance and uh, something that we're going to be looking at at 11 o'clock Zolakat Kodashi comes in with the final news bulletin. After 11 we are speaking the disadvantages and advantages of being a favourite child in the family and we are going to have Nozi Nyawose as our clinical psychologist to talk to us about this. So Dr. Mudisane is back on the line. Can you hear me now, Doctor? And is your line a bit clearer? Excellent. Yes, much clearer. Technology can really do us in. So Doctor, tell us um, what's your response to what uh, Sakile was saying? First I'm going to say you need to feel very well, so I'm not going to leave you anytime soon. Repeat that again? (laughs) You need to feel me very well, so I'm not going to be saying anytime soon just because of money. And I want to sell myself because of money. <laughs> Excellent. South Africa, you heard that. It's recorded. It will be on our podcast. He's not leaving anytime soon. And he is being paid very well at Unisa. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and and that note, Dr. Mudisane, perhaps give us your social media handles because I know that you are quite uh, the social media butterfly so that our A-teamers can get more inspiration from you. Um, my social media is uh, Dr. Kim Mudisane. Uh, on uh, on Instagram, I mean on on Twitter, and and yeah, on Twitter, on Instagram, sure. Okay, Dr. Cam Mudisane, that's where we can get hold of you. Thank you so very much, and congratulations. Thank you, thank you so much. I really appreciate it.